up y'all it's your girl sierra deville and i am here alone today but it's all good we got a good show ahead and ready for you by we i mean me i don't know why i keep saying we but i got a good show ahead planned for y'all today we're gonna be talking about communication which is something i feel like everybody needs a little work on you can never work too much at being a good communicator i have dropped a few hints in the last two on friday episodes letting y'all know basically how important I feel like communication is so we're definitely about to get into it so you know I hope y'all got y'all blizzies ready and sparked up so let's tune in and get to it period my advice this week to you guys would be slow your mind and control your reactions okay All right, guys, so we're going to do some new segments um, moving forward. We have some things switching up as far as our host. So we're going to switch up our podcast, period. Well, I want to get into our new segment called Story Time. Because I got a lot of stories, y'all. And I know y'all probably got a lot of stories. And I'm really trying to get y'all to tell me and talk to me. I'm trying to hear what's going on in y'all life. Because if I know I got some crazy stories, I'm sure y'all got some for me, too. But today's story is about the time my ex thought I was cheating, but I was at the library. Okay, I know, I know it sounds way too good to be true, but it's the truth, y'all. It's the truth. So let's get into it. It's about a few years ago, back when COVID was really like coronavirus, you know what I mean? With you know, everything was big and then we, we wasn't in lockdown. We had just really got out of lockdown and people were starting to be able to go back out, but you had to wear a mask, like that mandatory mask wearing stage right after COVID when we was um protesting and all the police brutality around that time. Okay. So around that time, me and my ex fiance, we was feeling a lot of like pressure as far as like our bond and what was going on. Also, to be honest, we were not really responsible yet at all. Like realistically, we wanted all the things that um, responsible adults want in an adulting life. And we were getting it quickly, honestly, to think, like, because of COVID and all the, um, what's it called, stimulus, stimuli, stimulus, the extra money that 
um, Donald Trump was trying to give us. Yeah. Like, so because of that, we were benefiting and because we was putting it towards things we felt were responsible, but we weren't handling the situations in a responsible way. For example, not working, but having a home makes no sense. But hey, we thought we could do it. We thought we was, we had it. We had each other. So we didn't need nothing else. Now, before COVID, things were like not easy with us, but our communication and bond was like really good. We were still working on things. I will say that at the end of our relationship, our communication was like when I said A1, A1, as far as me, like when I said I have really grown as far as a communicator, I grew. Now him, he's a manipulator, period love him to death still to this day but he's a manipulator first so it took him a while to get out of his habits um he's still working and does very well you know we're still friends like this was the man I thought I was gonna marry so we're definitely still friends but so I'm I'm learning as a friend of his now he's definitely doing way better as far as being a great communicator and not trying to manipulate every situation to work out in his favor instead accepting the outcome however it may be but at this time, like, I was also, I am very much, when you make me angry, I don't want to, like, hurt you to where it will hurt your well-being. But I do want to hurt you and your feelings. So one thing about me and, and how I know, well, one thing about him when it came to me is when I stopped talking. Okay, it drove him up the wall. Because as always, me, I'm an overshare. I share how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. Every single moment of the day, all day, period. Especially when you're with me. Like, when you are in relationship with me, I want to know how you're feeling all day. I want to tell you how I'm feeling all day. Like, I I love psychology. I'm very much interested in, in it. And it's important to me, I feel like, to know when... Because when I, I get to know somebody, I see that switch when something's different, when something changes. And I, I can sense it. I, I know when some Not something's wrong um, to say, but like... When something is not normal or when I can tell when you're happy, when you're sad, when you're excited, when you're nervous, like I could tell these things about him because we, we have been together what had been like maybe two years at this point. Like I've really noticed, man. So I, I, you know, I like to talk and whenever I don't talk, it drives him crazy because you don't, because at that point, one, you don't know what I'm thinking. You don't know how I'm feeling and I'm not talking to you like for someone like that actually, when you fall in love with me, you're going to like the fact that I'm a talker. If you don't like the fact I'm a talker, you ain't falling in love with me. <laughs> because I'm a talker. An over-talker, over-share. I love to talk, 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 talk. Which is why I just started a podcast, like, over a YouTube channel. I wanted a YouTube channel for so long. But I would rather a podcast first because why not? I can immediately just start talking. I like to talk. Let's talk about it. You know what I mean? That's my thing. Let's talk about it. So I stopped talking to this particular day. He was making me mad. I was kind of like over not like I was going through a really, really like hard time. I was really, really depressed. I was losing my hair. This is around the time I start. I decided to lock my hair up because I was going having such bad anxiety that I had developed having panic attacks and doing a panic attacks. They had um escalated to the point I would be ripping my hair out because I was freaking out and then I would come to I would be like what the fuck what happened to my hair like you know what I mean I was getting bald spots because I was pulling my hair out when I would freak out and so that's why I ended up locking my hair up but that's another story for another day 
this a lot. I just want y'all to know, I was like really, really depressed going through a lot at this time. You know what I mean? And he was doing really well. I mean, a great, he was a, he was always a great support system or supporter when it came to my mental health. But the thing is, I feel like because I had such a bad, hard time, he's a manipulator by nature, he would use that against me a lot. This particular day, I had, like, I was feeling really good. You know what I mean? When you have, like, depression, you have your good days and you have your bad days. There's no in-between. So I was feeling really good this day. You know, I cleaned up the house, blah, 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 and got mail, saw that we had a lot of bills that weren't paid. Like, I didn't have a job at this time. Like, I had to stop going to work and everything. Like, I was really, it was really bad, y'all. I'm not joking. And I thought he was, you know, out looking for jobs and whatnot and never come back with a job. Um, we had got a car where we were renting. He was using my own account to be like door dashing and whatnot. So I'm thinking, you know, you all making money. I gave, I'm giving you my phone to go do the door dashes. Like you going out making money so that we can eat, we can pay bills, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm noticing ain't nothing getting paid. And yes, I don't have a job. So my first thing, it's a good day for me. And so my first thing is like, okay, well, I'm going to go find a job. Like, this is like ridiculous. I can't rely on you. You know, we get into a little argument, not too bad. And, you know, he throwing his little shots talking about I ain't working. I could be doing something. Well, my head, well, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> That's literally what I said. And I went about my business and I left my house. I left my house and I went about my business. His thing is he hate when I leave the house. He always won't follow me. Like, don't follow me, leave me alone. I told him that don't follow me. I think he was in a bathroom. And so then I left. I don't remember where he was at. All I know is I left out because I was irritated. But I was quiet as I was getting ready. Like, it was, so I didn't, like, storm out. It wasn't in the middle of an argument. It was like I had was irritated. I was done. So I started getting getting ready, getting dressed up. Because if anyone knows me, I don't leave the house looking crazy unless I'm like running to the store for my mom or to get my sisters or my grandma out of nowhere need something. Like it just had to be a surprise. And I had to move quickly so that I can get to someone and help them. Now, when I'm planning anything, if I know I'm going to leave, whether I got five, ten minutes, I'm leaving. I know that I'm going to do that. I already planned in my head I'm going to get ready, get dressed, and go out the door. I don't look crazy going out the door. My grandma told me, you know, you can't leave the, leave the house looking a mess. No, we just don't do that. It's not, it's not a thing. So I get dressed and get cute, and I don't talk to him. I don't tell him I'm going. I just leave. So I go to the library. I, li- I live in, um, I was living in Cincinnati at the time. I was living on Ludlow. Y'all know where Ludlow is. We was living, like, if you know where Ludlow is, um, where the CVS is on Ludlow and all them banks. I literally live directly across from the banks, all three of them banks, back to back to back. There's like three banks, ATMs right there. I live right there, right across from them. And I walk down the street to the library. So if whoever knows the area, you know, you know where I'm at. From the CVS to the library, I walk to the library. It's not far at all. And I wanted to walk. At that time, I also was struggling with weight. So it was hard for me to, like, get around. I wanted to walk more everywhere because I wanted to start losing weight. So I walk because I'm going to take the car. I don't want to have no issues. You know what I mean? I walk because I want to be bothered. I want to be followed. You can't know where I'm at if I'm. And then, you, and then you can't say you need the car, you know, if I'm walking. So I walk to the library. I'm trying to find some jobs, apply some jobs, do some Indeed, because we didn't have Wi-Fi at the time. That's 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 what it was. That's how I realized something was wrong, because the Wi-Fi was, like, having issues. I'm like, what's going on with the Wi-Fi? Like, why we have Wi-Fi? <laughs> like, we should have Wi-Fi. Um, what's going on? It's, like, $50 a month. Why aren't you paying Wi-Fi? So... I go to the library and get to use the Wi-Fi and apply for some jobs. I got my own little laptop and phone. You know, I'm applying. Ew, my, I started having trouble. I don't know what was going on. I started having trouble. I applied to a few jobs. And so I just leave the library, go to the, the little market. They have Wi-Fi as well. And so I use their Wi-Fi. I kind of know their Wi-Fi works. 
and I apply to a few more jobs and you know I just take my good time getting home because I'm irritated by my, my, my man. I get home, <sighs> this man in the living room talking about something so where was you at? What was you doing? I was like not talking. I'm not talking to him at this point. I don't want to talk to him. Now it's like that vindictiveness to me is like being fed. Like I'm like, mm, yeah, this nigga mad. Uh, you're mad. <laughs> Big mad. Like you want to know where I was at, don't you? Mm, too bad. Like that's just like in my head. I'm just so happy. Like, yup, and that's why you're mad. Yup, and I look cute. Period. Yup. Be mad, sir. You can't touch me. No, nothing. None of that. Get out my face. Ugh. And he was, you know, yelling at me and not yelling because he don't really, he doesn't, he's not a yelling kind of person. Like, he doesn't yell. I'm a yeller. But he was just questioning me and questioning me. I'm like, I'm like ignoring him. And so he snatched my phone. I'm rolling up. I think I was rolling up. And he snatched my phone. If I'm rolling up, that means I smoke. (laughs) All right. All right. And you snatched my phone. One thing about me in every relationship, I do not go through anyone's phone. I love my mom to death, but watching my mom, that was where shit always went left. My thing is, I trust my instincts, so I don't care. Everyone of my exes be like, they like to pull that, man, you tripping, you being crazy, because I ain't got the physical proof. But one thing about me is you cannot, once I feel like something is real, I don't care. Like, I trust my instincts, my intuition. It's, it's a superpower from God. Thank you. And I will listen to it. You can't convince me nothing else. You are the devil. Like, that's what I'm feeling. Like, I feel like Satan is trying to tell me that the, the gift that God has given me is incorrect or invalid. And what you won't do is convince me of that. No, never. I tell all women, I tell everybody to trust their instincts, but I tell all women to trust your intuition. It's there for a reason. And I don't usually know all the time for a man, but when it comes to anybody and if I'm feeling a certain type of way, I trust that because I ain't never been wrong, period. Whenever I feel like, oh, I'm in a situation right now and something don't feel right, let me leave. I leave, later on I find out something went down. Then that's just my intuition. Like, I don't question it. I just go with it. And so I don't never feel no need to go to nobody's phone. And I had had this little, this exact conversation with him, telling him all of this, because I am a sharer. I'm letting him know, like, listen, I'll never check your phone. But one thing I will do is trust my instincts. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I did go through his own, his iPad one time. And I didn't really go through the messages. Like, it was just like, I think he had broke up or something. And I was just scrolling and seeing. I didn't go through no messages. and I didn't send myself nothing. But what I did is remember. I went to around time. We started talking. And I was remembering remembering shit. Because I did bring that up later on. Like, so who is this? Like, that's that bitch you were talking to. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't go through phones. Like, I don't do that. I only went through it because I think he was being fishy. And he left it open. And I thought that was funny because... He never leaves anything open. So I knew he wanted me to go through it. <laughs> like, we talked about it. I was right. I ended up being right. Whatever. Like, but moving on, where was I? Yeah, he snatched my phone, y'all. I don't go through phones. We we had this discussion. That's like, I tell people, I, I'm a straight up person. If you ask me a question, I will tell you the truth. Now, I am very much, I was, not anymore. Sometimes I am. I, I'm working on it, fuck it, I'm working on it, but I am guilty of being a person to withhold information. I, I don't convince myself that because I'm withholding information, I'm not lying. I do believe withholding information is lying. Okay, I do believe that. 
But <laughs> I also believe what someone doesn't know won't kill them. I do not ask questions um, that I don't want to know the answer to. Because I don't want to hurt my feelings. I don't go through phones because I want to find something that's going to hurt my feelings. If I feel like something's going on, I just trust that and I leave that that, period. So I feel like you should have the same respect for me. Because my thing with my phones, I put everything in my phone. It's not just like scandalous stuff because when i'm with someone i'm very loyal like ain't you can't no nigga go through their phone and say look you was texting me when you was with him never every time any if i'm with anybody you hit me up on anything disrespectful first of all i'm cussing you out because if you, for you to know me you know i don't play that disrespect don't disrespect me or my nigga period and if you're coming at me and i just told you i got a man now you're disrespecting me and my nigga and bitch with how i how i am i don't play that like that's how i just i don't play that i'm a protector first don't disrespect me period like just don't disrespect me you get blocked after you get cussed out like don't don't ever do it so if i ever text a dude one with my man he's definitely my friend like 110 percent platonic ain't nothing like and i will not be friends with any man that has seen me naked like that's just disrespectful to my man and if 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 i feel like i needed to be friends with somebody that has seen me naked i will tell my man and whatever the whatever decision we make together we go from there like I get, you know, friendships, you know, they say, you know, friendships are important, more important than your relationship, but I don't date for fun. I date because I want to get married and build a family, period. So whoever I'm dating at the time, if I'm serious enough to date you, because I'm going to have like three boyfriends my whole life. If I'm serious enough to date you, that's because in my head, I see me marrying you. I see, I, I, I see us being able to be, go down the aisle and say, I do. So, that's how I feel about that. But, getting back into it, y'all. He grabbed my phone. Y'all already know how I feel about my phone. My phone don't just have, you know, my friends in it. It got my personal thoughts, personal feelings. Sometimes I just write things down. Sometimes I express myself. When I'm mad at him, I told my friends and my family. So, I also don't want him to see that. Like... Because he's a super, like, don't tell people our business. Um, don't He don't let people control his narrative. But, I mean, when you're venting to your friends, it's always your point of view. And obviously, I'm going to be way more dramatic. Like, this nigga got me fucked up. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And it might be something little, but I don't care. So, I just feel like it's just my private. It's mine. Like, it's my privacy. It's an extension of myself that I have put into this device that is for me. That's why there's a lock on it. <laughs> like a lock, there's a lock on it where only my, um, only I know the password because it's mine. Only I'm supposed to be accessing my phone. Period. I told he's talking about some. I remember one time he was like, "Why can't I know your password? We're having something happen to you." I said, "Well, call my best friend." Because <laughs> one thing about it, my best friend's got my password. Period. Okay. Like my parent, my best, you go go bring my phone to my best friend. I bet she put her finger on it and it opened. Because why? Because that's all people need to know. Something happened to me. Call my best friend. She know she knows how to get my phone. She probably had my last location. Don't ever get it like twisted. Like there's one, there is always one other person who can get into this phone, and that's my best friend. Not you. Like now we get once we get married, and you finally make that real commitment with me. Now I can move and you work on it. Maybe I can, maybe you can become my best friend, but you can't just become my best friend because you're my man. 
<laughs> like, no. Eventually, he did become my best friend. But, like, still, my head, like, you can't just be my best friend because you're my man. Like, no, that's not how that go. Like, you still had to work at, work at that. Because people, for me, friendship is family. Like, I don't, I'm not friends with a lot of people. Like, right now, I got, like, I can say my two best friends are my friends. Period. Those are my friends. Like, everyone else, I, I, I'm, I love them. I would categorize them as associates because they don't know nothing about me. Like, it's cool because we say, oh, that's my friend. We see each other. We go out, whatever. But, like, y'all don't really know anything about me. Let's be real. The, my friends are the people who are constantly, every single week, coming into this podcast listening. Period. Like, because I got people that are I'm super close with who not listening to my podcast or supporting me, telling me I should have been doing this for years. Like, y'all can go ahead and support them celebrities, but y'all can't support me who I'm supposed to be your friend. So that's what that is. Once again, I don't got friends. You can't just be getting on my phone. You're my nigga, not my friend. Let's be real about it. So now y'all know how I feel about phones. This nigga snatched my phone. <sighs> He snatched my phone, so I speak. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like, what is you on? Like, what's what's good, homie? Like, I, I think it's about me. I get real, like, bro, when you come for me. Like, period. Like, he hated, he used to hate that. I ain't your bro. No, you bro right now, bro. Like, you're bro. Like, you got me, you got me, like, bent. You got me twisted. Like, what's going on? He snatched my phone. I'm telling him, like, first of all, you're goofy. Like, like you know, now at this point, I I, be, I have become physically <sighs> violent, I guess. You know, I'm doing a uh, poke you in the forehead. Nigga, you a goofball. You're goofy. Like, you're mad. You're mad thinking I'm with some nigga. And I was at the library pulling for jobs, big goofball. What you been doing with a job application? Now I'm calling him out. You know what I mean? I'm getting real hurtful and let him know where I really was at. And he don't believe now. Now, see, y'all, look, it escalated, okay? This is what it escalated when he gonna tell me to my face I wasn't at the library. Woo! This, at this point, the neighbors started hearing us, like, this point, because I started screaming, like, what the, what you mean I wasn't at the library? I just walked to the library and back, who was you playing with? So, you know, now I go off, I'm throwing, you know, I'm throwing all kinds of cuss words out there he's all kind of hoes bitches and cunts like pussy ass niggas like that's that's where i'm at because at this point i'm mad that you low-key ain't been doing what you're supposed to do as a man like i'm mad that like you told me you're gonna give me something you may i got i only got this house because you told me to get this house you told me because you was in a whole different state y'all he was in a whole different state we had got engaged because we had been together and the COVID happened. We left with our families. We had got engaged over the over the own phone. Like, and I said, yeah, because I loved him. Like, I, I I love you. And you telling me, okay, get this house for us. I'll come, I'll come to you. We build a life. I'll be able to take care of you. Cause I told him, like, I'm not into the working thing and taking care of myself. You know, not that was at that time. Like, I really wanted to quickly get into a committed relationship where I'm married and have kids like I know what I want I still want that but now I'm more of like I don't need a man (laughs) for anything that I want like you need to be an asset to me period not my lifeline that's what it is I'll never make a man my lifeline again either you're an asset to me or you're or, or you're or you're just my friend 
you're not going to be mine. Even in marriage, I will always make sure that whoever I'm with is always an asset. At any point, he is no longer an asset, and now he's an extra mouth, and he is, then no, never again. You will never be my lifeline. You will never be my dependent, ever. I'm tired of it, and I'll never, that will never happen again. <laughs> like, my mom tired of me. It's just like, because I've been with my mom since I broke up with this man. Like, I've been with my mom, and she's tired of me, but I'm trying to make her understand, like, I, I, I'm so grateful for everything. I'm so grateful for you letting me become your new dependent again after I had already left. But I cannot be in a situation ever where I'm dependent on a man. So now I feel like now I have to take the time that I didn't take before as a um, a younger adult, 18, 19, 20. The time I didn't take and I was rushing out trying to go be with these niggas and depending on these niggas. Now I feel like I want to take that time to make sure I'm going, when I move out, I'm secure and I'm depending on myself, period. And that's that. But get back to the story. He's going to take my phone, tell me I'm a liar. Girl, this man going to run into the motherfucking bathroom and lock the door. I saw red. I ain't see black. I ain't see no. I saw red. I said, this man did not just violate me. Like you can't, you already can't get in my phone. I say, he can't get my phone. Like, you can't get in it. But also, at the time, I thought he couldn't get in it. Now, I after after what had just happened, I'll tell y'all, after what I just did, he he learned my password. He had been watching me and studying my password, so he knew my password to my phone. Whatever. I get mad. I said, open the door. Give me my phone. He can get my phone. So I kicked the door down. <laughs> and that's just that. And when he heard that first kick and I don't go, he unlocked the door and opened it because I was not playing with him. Like, and at that point, you know, I barged in, pushed him. He gave my phone back and it's cracked, bro. It's shattered. I said, what are you, bro? Like, why is my phone shattered? Like, you just broke my phone. He said, no, you broke it when you busted in here. If you never had my phone, I never would have felt the need to bust in here. You got me fucked. So at that point, I go berserk. Like, I'm like, get the fuck out. Get out of my house. Like, get the fuck out. You a bitch. Blah, blah, blah. I was at the library and you goof. And now my phone broke. Get the fuck out. He don't want to leave. Y'all, this is when I said this is a day. A skeptical. I, and I'm, sometimes I feel like these are different days, but I don't even care. I feel like this is all one day. This all happened because we didn't get into a lot of altercations like this. We actually did a lot of good, like, he was big on, okay, let's roll up, sit down and talk. Uh, but me, when you just react, when you just come for me, you never know what you might get. Nowadays, I'm a very, I'm way, 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 way calmer. <laughs> way, way calmer. I don't do nothing crazy off bat. I might yell and scream, but I will continuously talk. Talk it out until we find something. Like we become to a common ground. I will talk, I will talk, I will sit there, I won't run away, I won't leave. I will sit here and I will talk to you about it. I might not talk the way you want me to talk, but I'm going to be real and be genuine, authentic, and you're going to know how I feel and I'll expect the same from you. You feel me? I'm here to try and I'm going to listen. You might get interrupted a few times, but I'm working on it. But you're going to get your time, you know what I mean? I ain't like that, but when you start saying lies and bullshit, I will cut you off. Like, all right, now. We, we we can say how we feel, but don't be on no, no bullshit, period. So we were, we, we walking through the house or whatever, and I'm mad. I don't know. I don't know if this was the day I punched a hole in the wall. I think that was a different day, but he wouldn't leave. He wouldn't leave. 
I can't remember if it's all the same day, y'all. I can't remember if this is all the same day. But what I remember is after that, I remember going to the um, the kitchen and I grabbed a knife. <laughs> and I don't say people should do this. This is, this is like when I say I was out of my mind. Like at this time, I was just like, I it, there was no in between with me. Everything was irrational. Everything was was a hundred at a hundred. I was always on a thousand, bro. And I felt like he did that on purpose. He liked me being crazy because then he could be the good guy or whatever. But I did grab a knife and I said, I will cut you the fuck up. Get the fuck out of my house. Like, get the fuck out of here. Because he was starting to get too close to me and my face and my space. And, bitch, you got me fucked. Because we, we would be in here scrapping for real. Do not do not ever think this is that. Because it's not. And so that's why. I, and then I, I did say I was going to call my cousin. I said, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to call my fucking cousin. Beat your ass, nigga. And, you know, I remember that. That was funny. <laughs> and my cousin, he know who he is. <laughs> But I don't be calling my cousin a lot. I've only called my cousin one time, and that's because a man actually did touch my body, and he wasn't my nigga. So I had to call my cousin. Like, that was just, I had to do it. But I would, he he ain't never, like, he, every time I say I call my cousin, he calmed down. Because he met my cousin. My cousin's a big man, okay? And he a little boy. Back up. <laughs> like, you don't even want him to breathe your way. Don't do it, please. But he wouldn't leave. Like, he was a person, like, <sighs> he would not leave. If we were arguing, he re- he refuses to leave a situation. Like, I get it in the aspect when you're being healthy, but he would do it because he think that shit cool and funny. Because I, I think I did, like, punch him, and he just looked at me. He ate that shit. I ain't gonna lie. He ate that shit and just smiled. I said, this nigga crazy. That's why I got the knife. That's why I got the knife. Like, this nigga, wow. He crazy. Like, what? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, turn me on a little bit. I was like, okay, crazy ass nigga. Ah. But <laughs> I think I was like, okay, he's really not gonna leave. So I took my two feet and I started walking out the door. Oh my god, well, I this man is wild. This man is wild. I walk out of the door, I'm walking down the street, like I'm just mad, furious going on a walk. And I, you know, I definitely think he's behind me because I'm leaving. Like, I left, you won't leave. I left. When I turned around, he was standing in the house. I'm about like, I'm around the corner down the block. I turn around. This man is following me on foot. <laughs> I said, I'm screaming at him. I'm like, bro, leave me alone. Go away. Like, get your shit and get out. Leave me alone. Like, leave me alone. Why are you following me? Like, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> like, I was like, I started screaming, police. Police, there's a man following me. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm calling the police if you don't leave right now. Like, so I started screaming like to, he said, I just want to make sure you're okay. You're not going to do anything crazy. Cause yes, I have, I was going through a lot. Like whew, I was going through a lot. I was definitely going through a lot. And he did, honestly, he did have to keep 24 seven. Like he had to keep his eyes on me. Cause she just, you just never knew when I was going to be, when I was going to snap or whatever. But he's like, I want to make sure you're okay. You're not going to do nothing crazy. Blah, blah, blah. I said, nigga, I ain't going to do nothing crazy. Like, I want you to leave me the fuck alone. Like, you're not getting it. Like, I'm okay today. Today's a good day for me. Like, I'm not in that mindset today. So, you, you can leave me alone. Go away. Like, he finally leaves because I keep, because I'm screaming. And we're in a neighborhood. Yes, it's Cincinnati, but we're on the white side. <laughs> we're on the, the nicer side of where the students who had nice lives go to live on their own <laughs> like like that's where we were living at and he didn't want you know he's a black man 
and I, uh, I'm screaming, <laughs> you know, and we're not like just black, but we're all, we're dark skin, like, so he's a dark skinned black man with his head already locked up, you know, it just fits the, um, the stereotype of you would think he a criminal off a of first look, like how you, you would describe a black criminal, the stereotype people would think. And so that was why I was doing it because I want him to leave me alone. Like I wanted him, I really wanted y'all to understand. I really wanted him to leave me alone. And this was not in the span of like five minutes. This was a span of like probably about an hour. Like this, I wanted him to leave me alone. And that was basically it. I sat down, I chilled out when we went back, you know, we talked about it and he hugged out and you know it was my man so it was okay like once I got home he was okay I was just really mad like don't ever violate me like that again and he explained himself you know but the I feel like the moral of the story is do not use communication to hurt someone else because because I chose to withhold information that I knew wasn't shit and I did it on purpose to hurt him he, 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 that caused his mind to race and assume things. And then he acted irrationally, which made me act irrationally. And it was just a whole situation that didn't need to happen. And now it will go, it will forever go down as a, as a tra- traumatizing experience in a very unhealthy situation in our relationship or bond that we've had, that we had to share. Like, that's just not beautiful at all. So, you know what I mean? Yes, the story is a little bit like, bitch, what? <laughs> I mean, I've had some, I got some, I got some stuff for y'all. It definitely went to the story time, but I just had to share that because, you know, today is about communication. That's a time where communication was used incorrectly and it, 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 you, you saw the results immediately. And as soon as we finally used the communication correctly, everything was okay. So, you know what I mean? Like, and I wanted to use a scenario where I was in the wrong because it's so easy to find you know, I have plenty of stories where everybody did me wrong when it came to communicating. And, you know, it's easy to think of those stories. But I wanted to think of one about me where I could take the responsibility to say, yes, I did not do well with that in that scenario when it came to communicating. I do admit I was very childish in, in, the, in the time and I was not in a good space. But one thing I did learn is don't fucking play with me and my phone <laughs> because I will I will get get lit. And don't withhold information. Yes, I still do that sometimes. But now it's like, if it's information that I feel like won't hurt that person and it can do nothing but help them, instead of me using it to hurt them, I'm going to just give it to them, you know, give them the information, try to hold grudges, try to be so um, revengeful or vindictive. Because it, it don't it don't do nothing but hurt nobody else. Because now this is a traumatic experience for myself, starting out with me being, you know, being malicious. So, yeah, I just want to share that story with y'all. That And that was the time that my ex thought I was cheating and I was actually at the library. Period. Moral of the story is these niggas is crazy. <laughs> so, y'all, this new segment is called Gossip. You know, we're going to play on, you know, the gossip and also we're going to play on the tea drinking. It's called gossip. So have your tea ready, have your blunt next to you and let's get into it. Okay, so today I want to talk about two things. The first thing is my, uh, the only couple that I'm following right now is Blueface and Chris Shine because, you know, I love Chris. 
I love Creed. That's my bitch. I love, well, Krishan Rock. Y'all know y'all call her Shine. Y'all call her Rock. I call her Creed. In case y'all don't um, listen to my Wednesday episode, I call her Creed. So, um, Blueface just dropped a song called Dear Rock. Let's listen to it real quick. I know the last time I wrote you, I told you it'd be the last time I wrote you, but it's not. And I know your father ain't sorry for what he did to me or the role he played in that situation. He just sorry he got caught. That's when a man, I would tell her first that she gotta stop. Cause I won't hit no woman first, but I hit a bitch back without a thought. Damn. Like, first of all, I won't hit no bitch first, but I hit her back. First of all, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that. I am, I am an older sibling, and I tell my little brother, you don't never hit a woman. Because something about me is... If a nigga hit me, I'm hitting you back. Period. Like, and most people be like, "Oh, you shouldn't." Like, that's that man should never hit you. Man should never hit you. I, um, I, they shouldn't. But also, I feel like I tell my brother that I feel like women shouldn't hit you. Now, when we was growing up, I definitely told him if a woman hits you, you better smush that bitch, mush her, push her, make her understand you don't ever put your hands on me because I'm I'm a human first period and you don't want me to hit you and I and I tell him that not because oh you should hit women but you need to whatever she just believed in her head that she could hit you you need to quickly remind her that your strength as a man does not match hers as a woman and if she's an irrational woman don't ever get in a situation where you have to be alone with her again because now now you know she gonna put her hands on you i don't feel like no man should hit a woman but i also feel like no woman should hit a man because you know that we tell the man not to hit us so why are you putting your hands on him you feel me like that's just, that's just a whole that's just a different thing i always do what i can i tell every like every dude i've been with in relationship with i say i don't hit nobody first but if you ever 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 touch me Every single time we get an altercation, I'll probably swing first. Because now I believe that you're the kind of person that will put their hands on me. So my first reaction is, I'm ready to fight. Like, because there's, there's people that's fight, flight, and freeze. I don't freeze. And I don't like running. So we're going to fight it out. That's just how it is. But I'm going to make that clear. Don't put your hands on anybody. Like, you shouldn't be touching nobody. You should be able to, to talk to people and talk it out. And if you can't, go seek help. There are professionals who can teach you how to do this, period. But let's get into it, y'all. He put out a song called Dear Rock. And in the video, it's a wedding. It's a full-blown wedding, period. She got a, a expensive dress. It's a full-blown wedding. They got groomsmen and bridesmaids and witnesses. And her stylist is the um the the marrier, the, the minister, whoever he's supposed to be. But he marrying them in the video. And he also goes on to tell um DDG. I would play that, but y'all can go on YouTube and look it up. But DDG, he's a different rapper. He he's talk he's there in the video and he was talking to Blue Like. So with like y'all getting married, he said, Hell nah. He's and he's talking about he don't believe in marriage. He don't he don't long story short, he don't want to marry her while Krishan is in the video crying. And we done seen if y'all watch um they show Krishan and Rock. I mean Krishan and Blueface. See, I, I, I literally when I think of them, I just think Krishan Rock. <laughs> Like, I only like Blueface right now and support him. I only support him because Krishan. If I like a video, it's because Krishan was in it. And that's that. I support Cray, not him, because I just feel like he whack anyways, honestly. Like, and that's no, like, shade to him and his and his whole, oh, I'm on Krishan's side. I just always thought he was whack. Like, <laughs> he's a cute, tall man. I don't like light-skinned men. He give me light-skinned vibes. 
I always thought he was just weird. Like, he's just not my kind of nigga. I like street niggas, but I don't like... He don't give me street nigga. He give me antics. He give me young boy vibes. Like, yeah, I'm in the streets. Yeah, nigga, what's up? What's up? Like, nah, because don't, don't no real street nigga move like that. Like, they move in silence. Like, <laughs> in silence. Because nobody, cause when you really make a move, you don't want nobody to really know your move. That's that's weak. No, I don't like him. But anyways, they, they in there... And they like to get married, and he said he not gonna marry her and him, and he like don't um, and this is not real. This is just for the um video. I'm like, he's so weird because he uses her so much to make money right now. Right at this point, he's using her to make money, and that's their agreement. Cool. And Krishan says, you know, she does the same, but I need her to realize you're at the point now you no longer need him to make money. Like people tune in just people tune in for you. No one's tuning in for Krishan and Blueface. People are tuning in for Krishan only, whether it's negative or positive, no matter what, if you notice, we're supporting you. Like, we we understand, we go through the same shit, it's real, just people get to see your life now, and they don't want mind their fucking business. So, we get it, but I tune in for Krishan only, Krishan Creed, that's the only person I'm tuning in for, um, whatever. Like, I, I'm watching this video, and I'm not subscribed to his channel, but I'm subscribed to Krishan's channel, period. But... I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like that's a little funky. Like, don't keep trying to play her. Like, and it's so annoying because she loved that man so much. And I really done been there and I understand that. But it's just like, what is this? Like, why would you put a video where you, you, he knew that's what the people want. This is what we want. At this point, we want him to just give in and love this lady and then just let it, just, and from there work on it. Like, be real. Stop doing that extra shit. Stop what she do this and she do that. She do this because you do that. Let's be real. Like, let's be, let's be, let's be grown-ups about it. Come on now. Krishan is very childish. I know. But if you're going to say you're as mature as you want people to believe you are, then be that. And that's just that. Period. Don't be like my ex and make, and manipulate situations so you look like the good guy. Be the good guy. Like, that's simple. But with that being said, if y'all have watched the show, um, y'all gonna like love to hear that they're going to be putting out a bonus episode premiering February fifth, Black History Month. What what's up? You know, one love. Let's do it on Zeus, right? I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> period. Okay, okay, bonus episode. Let's see it. I don't know what they're gonna show us. It might be the pregnancy. It's giving me they're gonna be talking about the pregnancy, but we gonna see. Moving on, DoorDash is accepting EBT, y'all. Y'all, you heard me. You heard me. I'm telling the truth. I mean, I don't know how factual it is. I didn't go on and try because I don't get EBT, which I would love if I did. That'd be amazing. But I don't get EBT. But DoorDash is accepting EBT. So y'all go out and test that out, whoever got EBT, and let me know and send it to me. Um... <laughs> I am pescatarian, so send me some snacks, send me some some veggie stuff, you know, get me together. But yes, y'all go look look up that whoever need help or you know you ain't got no you ain't got no car, but you got EBT car, you got some kids at home, go download DoorDash. They accept the EBT is going up. Let's do it. Period. And then good job on DoorDash understanding they got families out there who need that kind of help and you know they should have that feature on there, period. Y'all, y'all already know the rules of EBT. You can't buy hot food, so you can't go in there and be like, "I'm ordering a pizza from um Papa John's." But they do got people who um sell frozen pizzas. I think like who, 
I think, like, Jets. I don't know. They got a few places that will sell you a frozen pizza, so it might work out for that. You can use it at the, you know, Walgreens is on DoorDash. CVS is on DoorDash. Stores and stuff, you know, Speedway and them, they own DoorDash. And you can, and they have freezer sections, so you can get, probably get some cold stuff from there, something to drink, stuff like that. Easy stuff like, oh, right now my kid is dinner time. I forgot to get something to drink. Let me hurry up and order some drinks from off DoorDash real quick instead of running to the store. You know what I mean? I feel like that's very helpful and that's what's up. Go you DoorDash um, right in time for Black History Month, period. <laughs> so I feel like on top of adding EBT, y'all need to add a little extra, you know, a little percentage off. I'm just saying. Oh, I know Black History Month is coming up, okay? And I'm black. So where where are the percentages, DoorDash? Where are the percentages off? Where are the fifty percent off? Where's the free this, free that? Where's the um restitution? Let's do it. <laughs> where is it at? But yeah, I love it. I fuck with it. And that is um that's the end of our gossip time. There will be more. Tune in next week. I'll have, I'll I'll keep this going. I like this. I feel like we all be want to be a little nosy in people's lives that we don't actually know. But we we want the scoop on it. Because I'll be wanting the scoop. I just don't be feeling like, you know, looking it up all the time. So I'll keep y'all up to date. Let y'all know what's going on with that. If y'all are not a Christian Rock fan, skip past this segment. Because I probably will mention her a few more times. Because I love Christian Rock. She's a, young, she's a young girl, literally my age. Going through stuff I've seen myself go through as far as like being emotional, loving God, trying to trying so hard to be positive, but people keep playing, testing your gangster, and all you know how to do is react, and all you really know is how to is how to be aggressive, and you're trying to learn a different way, but people want to see you a certain way, and they keep manipulating you and your situations to make you react this way. And yes, you don't want to blame nobody else, but let's be real, like people will poke at you. If you're going to give them a reaction. Once she learns how to not do that, people will leave her alone. I'm telling you. They're going to leave her alone. She'll be able to have the peace she's been wanting and be able to grow in the way that she's supposed to. Moving on. You know what really grinds my gears? You, America. Fuck you. Ready, set, go. You want to know what just really, really pisses me off? Parents who use their children to get back at who uh, the, uh, the other parent or use their children to get out of situations, who use their children for literally anything that they're not supposed to be being used for. Or people who make assumptions without asking questions. One thing I hate about myself is... It's ever assuming. I don't assume. That's why I ask so many questions. So please don't assume anything about me. You know what really pisses me off? My exes. They liars. 
or people who complain about vaping inside because they can't smoke they stink ass cigarettes inside. Get over it. That's why they invented vaping. Either come over here and get you a vape or go outside and smoke your stink ass cigarette. Like, don't be mad at me because my vaporizer can affect the other people in here. That's not my fault. That's called good decision making at this point. Okay, y'all, now let's really get into it. The reason that we're really here is I want to talk to y'all about communication, okay? I am, as a person, I'm still working on it. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done. And I, and I feel like the, the best, like the best, the white flag instead of, no, not the red flag. Instead of red flag, white flag, maybe a green flag. The green flag is when I see people who can admit and they're not the best communicators, but they are trying and they're working on it. Because you can never, you can never stop growing as far as becoming a good communicator. There's so much you can learn. And you will always, you will keep learning because you're going to keep meeting different people. And everybody is, a, everyone's a different person. They work differently. So their communication style is different. It may be similar but it's going to always be different because that's a different person. How we communicate is also about who we are, how we are, and how we think and the way we think. Like, that's all connected, okay? My biggest thing about communication, not that my biggest thing, one of my biggest things about communication is reading the situation, okay? If somebody's coming up with to you aggressive, you can tell they're a little bit anxious, you can tell they're passionate about what they're about to say, you're going to want to handle that situation with a little bit of care. Don't take immediately assume that you could become offended by their tone you could become offended by what they're saying if there's a point in, in the conversation where you need to make the address that and let them know I'm I'm offended like you're offending me I need you to change this right now so that we can continue communicating right now and figure out what's going on and solve this issue and go from there if that person's like well I don't want to change this well how about we stop here put a pin in it and we come back because that's okay. That's a problem right now with young people. You just want to get it out. You want to get it out right now. I'm going to tell you how I feel right motherfucking now. You don't always have to do that. Like, that's one thing about my, my, one of my, my past relationships. When I'm getting too angry, I just say, you know what? Let's stop. And we'll talk about this later. My last ex, which was like one of my first boyfriends, he had a problem with that. With the, we'll talk about it later. Because he won't talk about it now. He wants to go it all, all, all out now. Like, he he's... I ain't gonna lie, he's a naturally toxic person. So he won't talk about it now. He don't care about that extra stuff. Like he feel like y'all, we should still be able to figure it out. And some people are like that where they can continue communicating no matter what atmosphere they're in or how the communication is going, but still being able to to listen to what you're saying under the anger. And yes, he was good at like expressing himself, but he wasn't good at listening. And he, he 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 tried. He was working on compromising, but he wasn't the best. But I appreciate that he was trying. You know what I mean? But sometimes you got to read the situation. You know, you got to you got to listen to what people, which comes into listening. Literally goes into what I'm about to talk about next. It goes into listening. You need to be able to listen. And with the reading the situation, you got to learn body language. You got to read people body language. Read the situation, and then from there, 
um, well, analyze the situation and from there figure out how you need what you need to tweak on yourself and you do how you communicate immediately and then continue with the conversation because you don't want to be coming at somebody nonchalant and they're they're a little bit frantic and so you're not your laid back um exterior could cause them to become more anxious which I am a person like that like if I'm freaking out I don't need you to be freaking out with me but I need you to move with some kind of like urgency because that, 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 that's how I feel right now. And eventually, as I calm down, you can calm your urgency down. It's just, it's just, it just helps people. You know what I mean? It helps the conversation go smoothly if you can read the situation and adjust to it. But going into listening. I said that, uh, I think, last week. Being a good communicator is also means being a good listener. Giving people a chance to talk. Um, not, not hearing them or hearing them so that you can, can respond. So that you know, hearing points of what they're saying so that you know how to respond or how to clap back at what they're saying, but really listening to what they're saying underneath that. You know what I mean? If some per- somebody's already not a good communicator, they're not going to say exactly how they're feeling immediately. So it's up to you to ask the right questions and also... Listen to those answers. Listen to what they're saying. Really listen. Don't listen to respond. Like your teacher said, save your questions to the end. And if you don't remember your questions by the end, they weren't that important. And like my, well, my teacher said, I don't know if my teacher said that. But if you don't remember your questions by the time somebody gets to what, into what they're saying, without being interrupted, it wasn't an important question. If it was an important question, you would have now you wouldn't have forgot it because that means if it normally and normally if you forget your question, it's because they just answered it, they just answered it. So that's why you felt no need to hold on to that question because if it's still a question, you still gonna want to know the answer. But if it's not a question no more, it's because you've gotten your answer. So move on. You know what I mean? Which brings me into my next point of incorporate problem solving skills. First off, I know everyone doesn't have that. Everyone doesn't have that, but there's this thing called Google. Um, and there are these things called articles. And um, there, there, there are also these things called doctors. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, doctors, they, they release articles on how to do things. So if, if this is something, like I said, you can never grow. You can never be, you can never be the best communicator. You're just a good communicator who is still learning, period. And so if you're a good communicator, you're going to always want to learn more about how to be a better communicator. And when you have free time, go read about it. Go learn. There's nothing you can do. Being a good communicator will help you in every point of your life. Romantically, financially, like at work, at school, with your kids, with your friends, with strangers. There's nothing wrong with being a, a good communicator. Because that that's, that's, that's who we need right now in life. Because so many people have questions and so people need to know how to... And ask those questions, and people need to know how to answer those questions. If we want to have world love, world peace, we have to be able to have healthy and good conversation. Because love takes work. People, not love, but marriage. Marriage takes work, and in marriage, there's love. And love takes work. And love takes communicating. Communication. Okay? You need to constantly be on one on the same page with your partner or the group you're in or whatever it may be. You 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 know what I mean? Com- I'm trying to really get it get it, like get it out, but basically, you have to 
You, when you're communicating with people, you got to incorporate them problem-solving skills. Because normally, when you're just having a regular conversation, you're not thinking about all the skills you've learned in communication. And, oh, I should let my friend talk. Well, we and my friend excited and we talking about something. We just, we just talking. We might be talking over each other, under each other, on side of each other. We just going to be talking. We know how each other work. We're, we're that close to where also people hate it. They hate having to listen to it. But me and my best friend, any best friend I've ever had, they they have learned this thing with me where they can literally continue continue to talk. We can be both talk at the same time and hear each other. People hate when I say that, but it's true. It's different when you have a, a really strong bond with somebody. Like it, it, it's the the way you behave with them. It, it just is authentic. It just happens. You know what I mean? And me and my friend are very guilty of talking at the same time. <laughs> like literally, we be talk. One of us be finishing a thought, and the other one will start a thought. And we heard you finish the thought, and you heard me starting the thought. So as soon as you finish your thought, you jump into mine, and I might comment on yours. <laughs> and it's just how it goes. That's just what we do. You know what I mean? We like. Me and, my, me and my best friend, are, we, we talk too much, okay? Long story short, we talk too much, so we gonna, we try to get everything out. But when me and my best friend are having serious conversations or she's having trouble with something, I'm having trouble with something, we let each other talk so we can listen and we can find a solution to the problem that my best friend is giving to me right now. That's why she's calling me. She, she, we need to put our heads together and find a solution to this. So in order to do that, I have to hear everything she's saying, every point, and I need to not interrupt her and give her the chance to do that. Once I come up with an idea, I'll throw it at her, and she's like, well, friend, no, listen, this is another part I didn't tell you, so that's why this won't work. All of that, that's important. You got to listen to it. You got to be able to incorporate problem-solving skills, too. Some people don't want a problem. They don't want you to solve their problem. They just want you to listen. And that that will go into reading the situation. You need to know if you're being you're being called upon because you're being you need they need a listening ear or you're being called upon because they need an extra extra brain to help them solve a problem. You know what I mean? So going moving on to um some communication topics compromise I was talking about how my ex one of my my recent exes he was not really good at compromise compromise is not easy okay most everybody can't be a politician because everybody cannot master the art of compromise and that is exactly what politics is politics is the art of compromise and I love love politics I'm really good at it I probably could have been a, I probably could be a politician um don't want to be because I, I feel like it's unethical it's and I something about me is I have integrity and I will I want to continue to have integrity till the death of me so I refuse to be a politician I did at one point want to be once I realized how um how it will mess up my morals and my values that I've spent so much time to build I just can't do it okay that's not a that's not a career I can go into not realistically because but part of being politicians you gotta it's like being a lawyer you gotta lose the morals and values and build some new ones because being a politician doesn't does involve you lying period <laughs> it involves you lying you have to lie you gotta tell people what they want to hear what they want to hear sometimes ain't the truth or it's a stretched Stress truth for sure. So the art of compromise, politics. People have to learn how to compromise, how to, how to bring some politics to their relationships, their bonds. Because you, there's, like I said, love and marriage takes work. 
I've never been married, but I definitely, you know, do a lot of research and ask a lot of questions with married couples. And also, I have spent, I watched my mom go through so many relationships, and I've seen her put the work in it. I've seen her really try to put the work in, and her partner not put the work in. Whatever partner she has, they're not putting in the work. And so, it's it's not wor- it's not working out. Like, there's plenty of times I can see my mom being married to someone, but and she's giving someone the wife treatment she should stop fucking doing it's getting on my nerves like everyone does not deserve to be your hubby mom like no get out of here they suck guys freaking suck but she gives them the wife treatment but they're not giving her the hubby treatment you know what i mean she she's trying she she she's a loyal soul a loyal soul and not the best communicator but will try you know what I mean? She will try. She'll put the work in. She's willing to compromise. I see my mom compromise a lot for people she loves. I've seen, even right now, I'm, I stay with my moms. And she has compromised. She compromises with me on a weekly basis just to deal and live with me. Because I'm not easy to live with. I do come with an attitude problem. But I love mom to pieces. And she she's working on it. Instead of always being like, fuck you and your attitude like she normally is and used to be. She eat, she eats it, and I am so grateful for her f- for that because I sometimes try not to have attitude, but it just comes out of me. Like, I'm a, I'm a person don't want to be told nothing. That's why I say I'm still working on the listening part, y'all. Like, I'm still working on it. I hate being told anything about myself, but we have to eventually. You know, that's part of being an adult, and, that, and that's going to that's gonna help me with being successful in my life as an adult is being able to, to take um, protective criticism. But um, compromising, my mom compromised all the time, like, all the time, like, especially with rent, like, and it's not funny, y'all, but for real, like, she compromised with me, she works with me, it's not what she really wants, but she really works with me, because she knows it's what I need, and I appreciate her so much for that, um, or... The fact that I don't have no kids, but I love my sisters as if they came out of my coochie myself. You know what I mean? So when it comes to things that I don't feel like doing, but she need, she need help and she need me to do it, I don't mind doing it. I'm going to compromise with her because she, she has compromised with me. You know what I mean? When you care about somebody, you should be able to do that. I don't want to do this, but I'll do it like this. That way you get what you want. I get what I want. Boom, bada bing, bada bam. You know what I mean? My mom don't like doing, don't she don't like doing dishes. So because she don't like doing dishes and because she, we, we, we and her supposed to, you know, be splitting housework. She's like, well, you do the dishes. I'll also take off some of your rent. Boom. I ain't got to do the dishes. You ain't got to pay for rent. <laughs> like that's, a, that's an amazing compromise. You know what I mean? But you got to be able to compromise with people because your way is not always the way. But if you love someone, you you are willing to to give it up, you know what I mean? Give it up or to tweak it a little bit to make both parties happy. You gotta be you gotta both be happy. People always always say happy wife, happy life, but for me it's it's a happy partner, happy partnership. We both happy, then we gonna be in a healthy place and we gonna be able to succeed, and that's just that. We gonna move on to having an open mind. Like one thing I did like about. All my exes, <laughs> they were so open-minded. I'm an extremely open-minded person. I dated a, a man from a completely different country and completely different background. Me and him had to 
definitely keep open minds about each other so we, so that we can learn learn about each other and fall in love with each other you like it's hard to fall in love with somebody that is from a completely different background as you speak a different language like he was Jamaican, y'all. I loved it. It was amazing because I learned so many different things. I learned so many different things when it came to like Jamaican culture. But I didn't always like it. Like, like I'm from New Orleans, okay? One thing about me is what I wear is undebatable. Anywhere, any relationship, I don't care. Like my mom sometimes be like, What? <laughs> what do you have on? You have on nothing. <laughs> like I will literally go outside in a completely see-through ensemble. Okay, and only thing covered is my nipples and my cuda. And I think I look bomb. I look good. And I don't mind. And I feel like if I got a man, I still will go out looking like that with my man. Because me and my man look good together. And this is what I feel like look good. I'm from a place where it's hot. Where our fashion is revealing. But it look good. We like that. That's what we look. You look good. Period. But, you know, where he from, I'm with you, you. You with me. You need to be a little bit more covered up. I had to explain to him. Once I took him home. And took him to meet my family. He understood a little bit, like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? This is just, this is just not gonna change. This is how she is. This is who she is. This is how express how she expresses herself. From purple hair to pink hair to gray hair to no clothes to little clothes. You know, this is just how I am. This is me. Take me as I am. And you know, we had to get the we got to get to know each other. And he he started fucking with that. His his fashion where he from is a lot differently. It's very like flashy i've never liked any guy that was flashy like i don't i'm not into the chains and the 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 big the diamonds and glitter and anything on a man i like masculine masculine men my own my other two exes always were black head to toe like (laughs) and that's what i like i like niggas all black i'm like we look good like you know (laughs) like you look good when you look slick and you're all black unnoticed untouched Period. I like a man with all black, nice shoes, pretty smile. But yeah, we have to um when you're talking to somebody or you're trying to build a relationship with somebody, you gotta keep an open mind. It's just an essential. And lastly, I wanna talk about is what did you learn? In every interaction with someone, I feel like you should always be thinking about that. Whether they taught you something new or they wanted you to know something specific is basically what was the point of the conversation what is the topic that's what what did you learn like if like if someone comes to me and and they want to have a conversation about my attitude and then I know the topic is okay they have an issue with my attitude but in the situation I should have learned something by what they said they feel my attitude means this, blah, blah, blah. What did you learn? And if you have that question while you're listening to people, you tend to remember and pick up more of the conversation. And the what did you learn is more of what is it? You should always, basically, you should always go back and you should be able to, what is it? Summarize, summarize what someone said to you. So to be able to summarize what someone said to you, you have to think about what did you learn? Because that was what they wanted you to take from that conversation. So basically, the main things you should work on, you know, when you're trying to be a good communicator, you got to read the situation. You got to be a good listener. You got to be able to incorporate problem solving skills. You need to be able to compromise, come into it with an open mind and make sure you learn something. What did you learn about 
that situation. But that's all I got to say about that. Um, we all have work to do. Like I said, I feel like you can never, you can never stop growing when you're, when you're becoming a good communicator, trying to become a good communicator. That's always something you can learn. There's a thing called Google out there. There are things called articles out there and there are things called doctors out there. Go find you a psychologist that specializes in communication that has put out an article on Google that you can read, you know what I mean? And learn something, teach yourself, expand your knowledge. guys this is the ending and i'm leaving you guys for the weekend well for another week and i just want to let y'all let you guys know that try to go into next week with a positive thought it is about to be black history month so i feel like it's the better time than ever to put anything that you've written on paper and put it out into the world it's time to start living our dreams and putting everything Put it, forget the plans and start doing it, basically. Stop planning. A lot of people like to plan, plan, plan to the very last, t- very last point. And in reality, I made up 100 plans and <laughs> 100 of them have failed. You can't plan life because that's just not how it goes. So just gain the confidence, get some courage, and start living your dreams. The only, only way it's possible is if you start doing it. Thank you.